Hey, what's up? You're listening to the Hammer and Nigel Show podcast. Thanks for checking it out, and make sure you subscribed. I want you to get up right now and go to the window, open it, and stick your head out and yell, I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. And now, Hammer and Nigel go off the rails with Rob Kendall on 93 WIBC. It is the Hammer and Nigel Show. My name is Jason Hammer. The gun guy, Guy Relford, filling in for Big Nige and in studio and ready to go off the rails is Rob Kendall. Thanks, as always, to our segment sponsor, Garage Doors of Indianapolis. So we're getting down to the nitty-gritty here, my friend. We are less than 30 days away until the midterms. We are starting to see a lot of these debates take place. Now, for the big, sexy races, a lot of people watch them. But for these smaller races, only nerds like us watch these so the audience doesn't have to. <laughs> so this takes us to into the Secretary of State uh, debate that took place this past week, Rob. Again, nobody wants to watch this. Nobody's going to. And I don't think anybody did watch this. But <laughs> you did. What was your takeaway? Well, the biggest takeaway is the fact that the Republican candidate for Secretary of State, Diego Morales, the old cowardly lion did not show up and you're right is there going to be a million people watching on a tuesday night no but it's not about the sheer numbers who are watching it's about having an obligation to the taxpayers to the seven million citizens who want to participate to know where you stand on the issues because the secretary of state's office next to the governor's uh, office is the most important office in the state of Indiana. When you look at the Secretary of State controls everything from elections to business licensure and all points in between, it's totally disrespectful to the people to not even bother to show up. So Mindy and I talked about this the other day when she was filling in for Nige. The kind of person that would sit down and watch a Secretary of State debate. you got to be a politico if you're sitting down to watch that. Don't you already have your mind made up? Yeah, for the most part, if you're watching. But the point is, it's not about that. It's about saying, look, this debate is going to be on statewide television and radio. I want to be the second most powerful person in the state of Indiana, especially if you're Diego, where you've already flip-flopped on your key campaign issue, which was limiting early voting. Nobody has any idea what Diego Morales' views on basically anything are as it relates to the job itself. Let's remove all the sketchy things about him, that he was fired from the Secretary of State's office, that he was about to be fired again before he quit, that nobody has any idea what he does for a job, that there's all sorts of questions about his military record, that he spent almost $44,000 on a car, a campaign car. Let's just take all those things aside. The average person Regular people, even the people in his campaign, probably have no idea what his position on these issues are because the one thing we knew, he just totally flip-flopped on. So where was he? What was his excuse? He was at a Lincoln Day dinner, uh, apparently trying to shore up Republican votes, which is pretty weird, 30 days outside of an election or inside of 30 days outside of an election to be at Republican Lincoln Days begging Republicans to vote for you. Yeah, that seems a little odd. Shouldn't you already have that? portion of the vote locked up here's the thing that people need to realize is everything about this guy is sketchy and we it comes back to you know the allegations that were made uh for the people who talked to abdul in the cheat sheet and, and in the politics i don't even factor that in but what you do factor in is when everything about the guy doesn't make sense to you when everything about the guy doesn't add up when you can't answer simple questions like why were you fired from this office well the democrats and the media are out to get me no 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 
Why is there paperwork from Todd Rokita, with Todd Rokita's letterhead on it saying you were fired from this office? Why is there paperwork with Charlie White's letterhead on it saying you were about to be fired from this office? You Answer these. these are, this is not gotcha journalism. These are factual things that happen, and his only answer is to not answer it. And then when he has an opportunity to answer it, he just no-shows the debate. It's, it's giving a middle finger to every taxpayer when you refuse to debate. Even Todd Young is going to debate. So I'm a betting man. I know you are a betting man rob if you were going to put odds out right now is diego still the favorite to win this race or has destiny wells leapfrogged him the democratic challenger to be the favorite in this race yes diego is still the favorite because indiana is so republican and outside of this listening area it's the same thing rainwater ran into in 2020 rainwater did phenomenal inside of the wibc listing area because we have an audience and we have listeners who pay attention and for the most part make people earn their votes but when you're in whateverville or you're in the corners of the state where we don't reach and people aren't don't have radio talk show hosts who are pounding this into their heads that you've got to think through this who these people are a lot of people are just going to straight ticket vote and they'll probably be enough of that jeff jeff moore the libertarian is the best candidate statewide the libertarians have ever ran and he will probably end up with somewhere between 10 and 12 percent of the vote but diego could still win 45 43 12 he still wins the election i still maintain had donald rainwater on that statewide yes. debate stage, looked at Eric Holcomb and called him a lockdown yes. McGee to his face, he would have had a lot more support. And and you say that, but I honestly believe that, all kidding aside, because what would the conversation then have been? It would have been millions of dollars of earned media for the Libertarian. Libertarian Donald Rainwater calls Eric Holcomb lockdown McGee. How many <laughs> times have people have heard the name Donald Rainwater the win him? And so we told, we had uh, James Siniak, who's the Libertarian candidate for U.S. Senate on the show today. He's got a debate Sunday night with Todd Young and Tom McDermott. And I told him, I said, if you do not at some point during that debate, and I'd do it right out of the gate, call Todd Young the Duke of Spendingburg <laughs> during that debate. I'm going to be brutally disappointed in you because, again, what will people be talking about? Todd Young was called the Duke of Spendingburg in a statewide debate. And then they will have to research why is he called that? What does that mean? And that's all good if you're the libertarian candidate here who doesn't have the money that these two candidates have. James Siniak will make an egregious mistake just like Donald Rainwater made an egregious mistake if he does not call Todd Young the Duke of Listen, I don't want to speak on behalf of everybody listening right now, but I'm telling you, I know our audience, there's a lot of people that will put his name down on their ballot if he goes on television in a statewide Senate debate and he looks at Todd Young and calls him the Duke of Spendingburg. Absolutely. They but will vote for him. You have nothing to lose, James. You only have votes to win because the people who hate Todd Young are going to vote against him anyway. Rob Kendall joining us from the Kendall and Casey show, 9 to noon here at 93 WIBC. Uh, this past week, we had the Marion County Prosecutors debate. And this is the one that's kind of got my attention because I live in yeah. Marion County. I am a resident of Marion County. And one of the worst kept secrets in the city was told by Ryan Mears this past week in this debate, where they were discussing the aggressive homeless situation downtown. I mean, if the homeless folks are going to harass a big, strong dude like Guy Relford, <laughs> whose nickname is The Gun Guy, you know, they'll harass anybody. Right. So the subject of the aggressive homeless problem on the circle was brought up, and the incumbent 
Ryan Mears, the unelected current prosecutor of Marion County, basically says his solution, send them all to hotels over by the airport. There's a bunch of hotels over by the airport. You can put them there. They can fix themselves. We'll appoint a judge to them, and that'll get them out of downtown. You know, one of the biggest problems we have in society right now, well, two things, and we saw them both on display in this debate with Ryan Mears and Cindy Carrasco, in which Ryan Mears declared downtown Indianapolis to be safe. His words, Indianapolis, downtown Indianapolis is safe. It is a failure of anyone in political office, current incumbents, to own failures. Because in any business or whatever, people fail. It happens. You try things, they don't work, whatever. But the key to a business is looking and going, okay, that didn't work. Let's own it didn't work. Let's figure out why it didn't work. Let's fix it. But when you just say, oh, no, everything's fine. It's super safe. You're not owning the obvious, which is this place is dangerous, and you're apparently not going to do anything about it. Last year was a record homicide year last year now it's down a little bit this year but we're still on pace for over 200 homicides indianapolis is outpacing chicago per capita for homicides the last three years have all been just a hellhole and he's going to sit there with a straight face and tell people oh yeah downtown safe well yeah that's the argument you're making now is homicides are down it's the same ridiculous argument biden is making on inflation well it went from nine percent down to eight point five percent yeah but it's still 8.5% higher than it was last year. Well, it's down from the record level. Yeah, but it's still markedly higher than it was in the case of homicides three, four, five years ago. This is unacceptable, and we don't have any ownership in terms of something's not working. We need to fix it. And again, this solution, if you want to call it that, of sending the aggressive homeless to these hotels by the airport This has been going on for a while. Where do you think these people go when a major sporting event comes in, whether it's the Final Four, the Big Ten Tournament, uh, some sort of major convention? Where do you think these folks go? Folks on the West Side will tell you this has been happening for a long time. How would you like to work at the airport or be somebody that works at one of these hotels And you know this is what they're doing. Yeah, you know, the other day, last Friday, I guess it was, when we were on with Dan Dockage together, I was killing time that 30 minutes before my when my show ended and we went up to do Dan's show. And I told you, I said, I'm going to go walk around the circle. And you said, count the homeless people. And this is the middle of the day. I counted, I think it was eight or nine homeless people just hanging out on the circle. Now, they weren't being violent. They weren't accosting anybody. Right. But what sort of visual is that for you? Come to our city. There will be eight to nine homeless people in the most prominent part of your city just lounging around out there that's not a good look for the city it's unhealthy for the city can you come back for one more break sure we got rob kendall here from the kendall and casey show we're going off the rails it's the hammer and nigel show more when we come back all right rob kendall with us kendall and casey show nine to noon right here on 93 wibc are you guys ready for a night with WIBC? Oh, it's going to be great. Uh, you know, every year, Hammer, I have a different woman that comes up on stage <laughs> with me. It's really a streak I've got going. You truly are talk radio's version of Menudo to where... <laughs> Every two years, when your female sidekick ages out, you have to replace them with another version. Yeah, you know, I am. Uh, I have managed to alienate women in ways never <laughs> thought possible, and I've done it with everything, with coworkers, with girlfriends. Sure. I mean, I am. Here's how it always works, and it, it's amazing how with Mock and Daisy, it was the same way it's been with almost every girlfriend, which is the first year or two. It's wonderful. It's amazing. It's incredible. <laughs> and then after about year one, one and a half, they go, 
It's not an act. <laughs> he really is that way. I look forward to next year's night with WIBC when Giselle comes out with you and uh, the Kendall and Giselle show. Uh, now, we talked about this earlier today. I don't know the number right now, but as of this morning, I think there were 15 tickets left. Yes. 15 tickets left for a night with WIBC. Uh, you can go to Ticketmaster.com. Just search for WIBC. We've got it pinned to the top of the Hammer and Nigel Show Facebook and Twitter. Um, people are going to get their money's worth. Oh, though. yes. We take this stuff really seriously. We want to make sure everybody gets their money's worth. And right before the midterms, that crowd's going to be into it, man. I've been working on my monologue for the uh, segment that Casey and I are going to do together. Uh, I'm not going to use the phrase, wow you with my charm and charisma, but there is a very good chance you will be completely wowed <laughs> with my charm and charisma. Uh, so, again, I got my sports betting show tonight. So after the Hammer and Nigel show ends, I run upstairs to our sister station, 107.5 The Fan, and I host You Bet with Bet Rivers. Your Chicago Bears are in the mix yes. tonight. Washington, the fighting Carson Wentz's are taking on the Chicago football Bears. Am I an idiot for thinking the Bears got this tonight? No, and you will probably not hear this for the rest of the year, but hammer those Bears. Here's, Bear down, baby. Here's the deal with the Bears, and I'm going to steal a phrase from Dan Dockich that he says on his show. On the road, the Bears stinks. With an S. With the plural. That's how bad. <laughs> they stink plural. But at home, they're pretty good. Justin Fields, uh, he has players that are the talent equivalent of you and me around him. <laughs> but he is a dynamic player, and there is no way the Bears are going to let Ron Rivera, former Chicago Bear, come into Chicago and beat the Bears. I'm so confident, I think I'll give three to the Redskins. I'll buy up whoa, some points. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Look at this guy. <laughs> Party at Cheryl's Bar and Applebee's. <laughs> Brownsburg, here he comes. Uh, what do you got coming up tomorrow? Well, we're going to get into this fact that the Parkland shooter did not get the death penalty. How is that even possible? Man, if I had my pay-per-view death channel, I'd be really ticked yeah. off right now that we weren't going to get that execution. Yeah. Well, we'll worry about that another day. Uh, Rob Kendall, thank you so much. It's the Hammer and Nigel Show. Be sure to catch us every weekday, 3 to 7, on 93 WIBC, or subscribe and get it right to your phone.